TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 496. And I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Australia's number one wellness expert join us. He is the warrior of wisdom. Not the warrior, the warrior of wisdom. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. Hello, great man. Great to be here with you again. It's got me intrigued. I don't know where we're going with this one. Oh, well, this is a bit of a wise... We're going for it. Yeah, it's a wise counsel question because um, going going to be really just... um, Vulnerable is not the right word. It's such a cliche word these days. I have been, in the last month or so, just um, a little bit flat about... I don't want to say the world. I don't want to say life. I don't want to say things. But just coming out of this... Like this, uh, uh, just like normal life and going, is this normal life? You know, and, and, and coming out of what we were living in 2019, where it's like we've really, you know, we've had no wars, we've had no this, we've lived these cushy lives, we've da 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 da, and then last two years or whatever it's been, wars and fires and floods and COVID and all the rest of it. So last, yeah, month. I'm like, okay, so like, what now? Like, you know, we're going to Ikaria in 2023 and I'm running events and you're running events and doing all of these things, which three years ago was kind of just what we did and what we'd been doing for almost 10 years. And so now I'm like, okay, um, I want some clarity on, on like human behavior on the world. And I know that sounds completely overwhelming and abstract, but I did what I tend to do, and it took me a little while to get out of this funk, and I've just gone and bought a truckload of books. Um, I've bought Paulo Coelho's, like, best 13 books. He wrote The Alchemist, which many people call the book of the century. Did he write write 13 books? Oh, he's written more than that. He's written, like, 33 books, but he doesn't count his books, and um, he would have sold, oh, I don't know. Uh, Anyway. Gazillions. Gazillions of books. Um. But then I've been having chats to other people and, you know, I think what I realized is that I've been, you know, consuming, maybe it's just like, I know I'm talking a lot here. Um, I've been, you know, um, consuming news more because uh, my footy team was in the finals and it's like, you're just on edge more. You're just checking stuff. You're getting updates and then you're just exposed to, I might be listening to the radio, but then you listen to the news updates in the radio or, um, News just finds a way to sneak into your life. You know, you're doing a Google search and there's always suggested stories and this is for you and, you know, it's it's like when, yeah. So, um, anyway, I feel like in the last three to five days, I had a really good chat with Trevor Hendy the other night at a, at a dinner that was organized by Elise Comerford. Shout out to Elise Comerford who brought together a friend and Trev, amazing. Another shout-out to Mark Tiger Kluwer, who I met for the first time in person, and we were just having chats. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay, now I feel like I'm centred again. I'm hooked back in. I'm not in the vortex of uncertainty. And uh, Where where do you go? I know it's taken me three minutes to get to this. Like, Can you relate 
where do you go if you hit these funks? You're older and wiser than I am. Like, and I'm sure people listening are like, yeah, I feel you, Marcus. I've gone through these ups and downs of, you know, insight and, and, and weirdness. Like, where do you go in these, in these scenarios and, and how do you get out of them, so to speak? Oh, lot wow, in there, isn't there? Huge question. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. Huge question. <laughs> wow, we, wow. Let me have a, let me have a go at this. So, well, PC, it's interesting you say that because I think a lot of people are feeling the same way as you are now uh, for a number of reasons. Um, for me, uh, I am completing a cycle of seven right now, as you may know. So that in itself brings up lots of stuff. Mm. Like it brings up a heap of stuff. Uh, fortunately, it's um, in the middle part of me raising the bat time. Yes, for those listening for the first time, it's 49 coming up for you, isn't it? Yeah. And so, like, there's a, there's a, you know, quite a lot of experience there. So you can kind of go back and, you know, kind of go, okay, well, just remember that this is a cycle of seven. You're closing in. Uh, this would be a, is it what do they call it? A Saturn return or a Venus return? What do they call? Oh, it? Oh yeah, return? Saturn returns at 28 and my, yeah. is it 28 and 56? But yeah, yeah, so it's coming. Well, it, it, it feels like it is right now. I've got to tell you. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why people are also feeling um, the way you're feeling is because there is so much news, but the news is generally bad news. It's not happy, uplifting, great news. And we are trying to do everything that we used to do before COVID plus all the things that we started doing during COVID. So we're trying to do all of that stuff and our lives are incredibly busy. Um, And then we're also having to adapt, like we're having to, you know, kind of, be part of whatever is this new normal, you know, component, which we want to all leave the last couple of years behind us. We all want to kind of just move on, but it just keeps getting brought to the fore. Like mm. The media keeps bringing it back up again. You know, and Australia's media is probably the worst in the world with bringing this thing up again. And because everyone clicks on it, it's the ultimate clickbait. You know, the government's doing this again and we're going to, you know, shorten your payment and we're still talking about mandates and masks on trams and trains and stuff. And so there's still conversations about it, which means that you never really get free of it. If you think about when a tiger chases a gazelle and the gazelle gets away, there's no more chat about the tiger chasing the gazelle. It just goes on with life and it starts eating its food again. But we are continually reminded and continually our stress button is pressed because the media continues to bring up and dredge up all the bad stuff, whether it wants to dredge up the bad stuff about Dusty on the day that he's about to play footy again, mm. um, that he went to a, a pre Completely premeditated, yep. Yeah, or premeditated, or they want to find something about Stevie May and then try and you know drag him through the mud just before he's about to play. Or they want to bring up something about somebody else. Like the media is always dredging up the rubbish and it means that we always feel like it's bad news. Mm. Rather than bringing up the good stuff, no one's bringing up the good stuff. So uh, we've got to be reminded to think of all the great stuff. Be reminded to think of all the good things. And I think that makes it a bit easier. So you asked me the question, where do I go? I actually call all my old mates. I call my great mates and I go down through a bit of a reminisce lane, you know. So mm. I'll call up my mate Ben and we'll go, you know, remember when? Or I'll call up my mate, my mate Abs and we'll go, remember when? Um, or I'll call up Amber and go, you know, remember that? Or we pull out the photos and we just look at, you know, wedding day The photos. good news. We'll you you create your own good news. Good news. Yep. You need some good news story. And someone said to me the other day, life by design, Damo, life by design. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely totally right. And um and and so that that you know that circles back to 
creating your own news and creating your own happiness. Mm, oh, that is so good. That is that is so good because I was writing it down going, there's talk of war, there's the queen, there's there's talk of floods coming, there's when your footy team's losing, it's all bad news, there's inflation, there's, like you said, yep. COVID hangover stuff and up. house prices and politics and then- Interest rates. All of that. So, it's like, okay, we've got to be- um, 100% responsible, exactly. Yeah. We've got to be 100% responsible to create our own good news because the, the mass media is not going to create it for us. Um, no. And, you know, as often as I'm always saying, we've got to be invested in the good news or all the news of our family and friends. That's the most important news that, that we want to be aware of and maybe we need to be consciously ignorant of the news that, that does just – it's just almost like um, – not just one story, but it's the multitude of stories that like gets you down over time. And then you don't realize yeah. that you are like, oh, this is just heavy. It's like, how do you escape? So my question is, do you think it gets easier as you get older to shorten the time of response? Do you go, okay, I can sense it. You know, Do you think you're better at this at 49 than you were at 28? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think I am. Um, it still has an effect on you, like on your body. Like I, I definitely feel like stress still has an impact on the body. But you, I feel like I'm, I'm better able to recognise that I'm moving in that direction now, um, which means that I can pull up stumps pretty quickly, slam on the brakes, and then you know try to divert or avert you know danger. And so um, yeah, I think you start to see a bit more of the roadmap. If you get a little, you get a few more years under your belt. There's no doubt about it. But also, I think about you in your stage of life and where you're at, and when I cast my mind back all those years to when I was your young age, and I think to that, and I think, wow, I was trying to be as busy as what PC is right now. That's how busy I was trying to be. And and back when I was your age, it was actually cool to be busy. Like it was cool to be busy. Like you know, people go, "Oh, how are you?" And you go, "So busy, mm. flat out." You know, and then we got called out for that. Um, you know, when that was called the humble brag. Uh, you know, it was kind of like, "Oh, how you going?" You go, "I'm so busy." That humble brag thing got called out, so people started to not talk that way, and it became no longer as cool as what it used to be to be busy. And so you're being really busy right now, but you're not able to say that you're really busy, and not, you're not getting an accolade for being really busy. So mm. it's a really tricky time for you because it used to be celebrated to be busy, but now it's celebrated to be well. So that's an interesting. And and that's you know, and I think it, and I do. I've loved our conversations, um, not just today, but over the previous 495 episodes, where you know I call it careering your life, and I'm always saying, Damo, you're just the you're the you're the number one you know, example of someone that simplified what was a really complicated, quote unquote, busy life. And most people actually want a more a more simple life. They recognize that there's some complexities that aren't necessary, but they find really hard to detangle from. Do you think that you've made a really significant effort to simplify your life? You've sold businesses, you've adjusted working hours, you've really um, focused on you know key pillars of your life, which is almost like you know chiropractic, naturopathy, family, friends, golf, <laughs> and it's like you know you've got these really good footings. Do you think that allows you to be a bit more robust in um, managing yourself as you like navigate life? Uh, yeah, I do. But I think what it's done is it's it's given me a like a a foundation. 
Like, and it feels like these are the things that I want to get done in the week. These are the things that I want to do in the week. And if I can fit these other things in, then I will. So because I'm trying to stay away from friction, um, knowing the things that I don't want to forego in the week is really good. It's really helpful because if I didn't know what I wanted, if I didn't know what it was that I didn't want to forego, then I would probably just say yes more often to everything and not space it out that well. Um, and in the last few months, I have started doing that again. And I and I found myself even just last week saying, Jeepers, Damo, you've, you've really got to rein this back again because you're slipping into bad habits. We're taking on too many things and that creates a little bit of stress, a little bit of anxiety, um, a little bit of overwhelm, um, which of course we talk about in Crack Your Stress Code, PC, um, but we just need to be aware of that, that if you are moving in the wrong direction, you've got to you know, drop anchor and just go, hang on a second, take check and work out what it is that you really want to do and then ask yourself the question, why are you doing all of these things? Oh, you just mentioned a few things there. Let's drop the anchor and actually mention a few significant dates there because you just said crack your stress code. Coming to you live in Melbourne, Sandy by the Bay, Wednesday, October 19, Mm -hmm. Every chance we are recording our 500th episode there live. So make sure we'll put the show notes in there. Four days before that, I'm running my two-day event in Byron Bay, Create Your Exceptional Life, October 15 and 16. And next year, June 12 to 21, we are in Ikaria, the Greek island known as the island where people forget to die. That is exciting. Now, you just mentioned a few things in there that I want to just ask you on. You said that at times you can take on a bit more. So then my question is, the older you get, do you realize that less is more and we need and we need to master the art of, you know, focusing in on less but important things rather than, you know, what is it, shallow and wide? Ooh. I think th- I I think that's a really big um question. Because I think Great dinner people- party conversation, yeah. Yeah, I think that some people actually enjoy being spread thin. I, I actually think that people like that. And then I also think that some people like to go deep. Um, and so, you know, they'd rather just, you know, cement themselves in two or three things a day or just one thing a day as opposed to five or six or seven things a day. Um, and and having been spread thin a lot in the past, particularly when I was running Forage and doing podcasting and running Vita and all that sort of thing, you know, I, I don't want to return to that feeling because it wasn't a good feeling. Um, and so I think that every time I get really busy, I, re- I remind myself of how that made me feel and the impact that had on my health and well-being. And I don't want to be like that again. So um, it's those reminders. I don't think that's an age thing. That's an experience thing. So I'm really, you know, I'm encouraged by people at a young age experiencing that um, because it's it's a great lesson to learn. Um, mm. As opposed, I don't think it's because of the years that you're alive. Because some people might take till seventy to work that out. Some people might have worked that out in their twenties, um, or even in their teens. You know, so um, I, I just it took me the first forty years of my life to work that out. Oh, this is this is 40, this is great. <laughs> I I love I love that there's um, not just a lot of honesty here, but it's actually real life reflecting on how to deal with these um, moments. And then do you also feel like it's somewhat, for a better term, seasonal? Like we often laugh at like, you know, anyone that's trying to be happy all the time is um, just kidding themselves and or anyone's trying to like have it together all the time. I often laugh when people uh, like get surprised when they see me like angry or 
really annoyed or whatever and they're like oh i thought you were like you know up all the time i was like i get cranky and annoyed and frustrated and like just like everyone else does um you don't want to try and hide a part of yourself that um just for a better term wants to express itself but do you find that the older you get you um are a bit more judicious in you know how you express those emotions yeah do you know what i'm trying to say yeah, I actually think I'm a little bit freer, you know, to be honest with you. Like, I, I'm, I'm really free in expressing my emotions, you know, happiness, sadness, I you love know, melancholy. Yeah. Like, I'm actually okay with it. You know, I don't feel the need to have to be happy all the time. Totally. I definitely, I'm in some environments, I feel so happy that it's really hard to be unhappy. So, for example, in my practice, I feel so happy that even if something happened that would make me feel unhappy, it's sort of... Um, it's overcome mm. by the delight, you know, of being in practice. Like, I, it's that feels great. But, you know, and I love golf, but it's easy for things that could make me unhappy to be perpetuated by a bad golf shot, you know. And so, the, I, like, the happiness doesn't – I love playing golf, but it doesn't it doesn't protect me from bad – From emotions, you know, not yeah. bad feelings or yeah, or emotions that I don't really want to have. So I, you know, I'm more careful when I'm on the golf course about bringing things in, so I won't look at my phone, or I, you know, I'll be, try and be mindful and practice present time consciousness while I'm doing that. So you know, for me, golf is like a meditation. If I do come out of that meditation, then it's really quite upsetting. But it's uh, it's one of those things that I find for me that keeps me grounded um, and helps me maintain my happiness. Do you remember when we interviewed Dr. Mario Martinez and he spoke about um, the old, like the the elders that he had researched, and they had what he called righteous anger. So he was like all for anger when you felt really strongly about something, whether it was mm-hmm. like the the image of your family, like the behavior of your children, the culture of your workplace, the community that you're in. It's like sometimes mm-hmm. it requires like a, a deeper level of emotion in order to communicate how strongly you feel about something. And I was like, that's really good actually because a lot of people are like scared to be angry. But it's like, no, you want to get angry about the things that are like really, matter. really matter. Yeah. And you often talk about this yeah. in Crack Your Stress Code like, the, the, the care factor, like maybe just talk about that for a little bit. Oh, in terms of care factor, like when you're stressed? Uh, yeah, and just being being on like how important it is that recognizing that stress is a result of caring about something. Yeah, that's right. You wouldn't be stressed if you didn't care. So, you know, a lot of people, if you say to someone, you know, Are you, you have you got any stress? And they go, no, no, I've got nothing to be stressed about. You kind of go, well, then you must have some things to be stressed about because you do care about things. And so things don't always go smoothly. At least that's been my experience. Mm. Um, And most people's experience is that things don't always go smoothly. So if that is the case, then some things, you know, could and should stress you out a little bit because if you care enough, then you should be stressed a little bit about some of those things Um, because that's what stress is. It's, it's the, it's the care and the concern for a situation um, that might not be, um, moving in the same direction that you thought it might be moving in. Mm. Oh, I feel very light after having this conversation, Damo. I think it's been <laughs> cathartic for me. I hope you've enjoyed um, me peppering you with uh, questions on the meaning of life. 
and the way that we uh, travel this thing called life. I hope everyone that's been watching and listening to this has enjoyed this episode of 100 Not Out. I think we need to give our big special dates one more mention, Damo, because it's not very often we get together sure. in real life. Ikaria, 2023, June 12 to 21. Consider if you're looking for a 10-day experience in Europe, the Greek island known as the island where people forget to die. All the details at 100notout.com. And uh, this is episode 496. If you listen to episode 494, we walk you through a lot of the things that we'll be getting up to, but we've got to keep some things a secret for this incredible trip. Damo is talking on Wednesday, October 19, Sandy by the Bay in Melbourne. It's Crack Your Stress Code. Uh, I will be joining him there for a cameo appearance and a live recording of 100 Not Out for our 500th episode. And four days before that, I'll be presenting Create Your Exceptional Life, a two-day event in Byron Bay. All the details at marcuspierce.com.au. Damo, as always, thank you for your wisdom on this episode of 100 Not Out. Thank you for the chat, PC. Thanks for asking the big questions. Great chat. Thank you. To everyone that has been listening and watching, uh, make sure you head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. In one month's time, it'll be episode 500. And until next week, episode 497, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.